You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Assed Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. If you're an NFL fan, you probably know the name Ricky Williams. If you're not a football fan, you still may know the name Ricky Williams, but you probably know him as the football man who stopped playing football so he could go get high. But that is a vast oversimplification of who Ricky Williams is. In fact, if you're paying any attention, you'll realize he was one of the first to bring a spotlight to the mental health of NFL players. And since he has left the league, he's gone on to do a lot of things. Not uh, the least of which, he's gotten into astrology. He reads star charts, something you can get done if you go to his website. And to circle back to what we were saying earlier, Ricky's got into the weeds. I'm very intrigued by that. Of course, I'm in a state that's not legal, so I can't get my hands on any of Ricky's sticky, icky goodness. But that don't mean somebody that I know can't get his hands on him. So I got a hold of friend of the podcast, The Hashtronaut who uh, you may know from his podcast, Ruining Your Childhood, The Pitfalls of Nostalgia. He met Ricky Williams at a meet and greet the other day and got his hands on some of that delicious green goodness. So I wanted to know what that was like. So uh, I got Hash on to uh, fire one up and give us a live play-by-play. Let's check it out. Oh, I think we're nearing the end of the papers. It's a sad day. Well, there's always a newspaper. Bible, TV Guide. I've, I've seen TV Guide used. Bibles are a good idea. That that thin paper probably smoke up real nice. <laughs> right. Yeah, the thin paper is fantastic for it. The Gideon Bible and the encyclopedias. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, big fat sausage fingers. Breakfast sausage. These are like the mini links. I can still get one rolled. All right. It's not the best one I've ever rolled. Maybe not even fifth best, but uh, she'll play. I'm going to roll some up. Yeah, this is some uh, homegrown about a year ago, and and he quit smoking for a while, so he's had an ounce sitting in his freezer for like nine months. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's holding up. Is it a freezer room? No, it's not bad. I put like a clementine peel in there and kind of oh, brought wow. her back to life. It was a little bit dry. Old school. Yeah, definitely definitely did the job. I told Yikes that he should pop through. Nice. And then I never sent him the link. That's, <laughs> how, you, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, stop over at the party. Where is it? Hey. Yep, see you there. Yep. Figure it out. Have a good time. Yeah. Well, we'll be there all night. Yeah, hit me up. Yeah. (laughs) At the location. The spot. Yeah. Where the party is. The spot, bro. So one time when I was in high school, I was one of the kids that, uh, you know, knew where where the grass was, where the parties were. Uh, But I also, I was very firm about not allowing... uh, But uh, I totally, you want to know how, how weed story heavy this is? I just forgot the story. Nice. <laughs> that is on brand. That's what I, I like to hear. Smoked yet. I haven't even smoked yet. Hey, I have, I have a news flash um, related to our recording this evening. Just came across my timeline. 
Breaking, breaking news. Nevada marijuana regulators have just selected the first 20 winners of the Cannabis Consumption Lounge licenses using a lottery system. The first cannabis lounges are expected to open in spring 2023. I'm ready. Fuck, man. I think, let, let's go. So, I, I don't know, you kind of told me um, the end result of your uh, trip the other day, but uh, kind of paint a picture for me. How did this whole thing come about? Like, where did you uh, run into the aforementioned Ricky Williams? There is a dispensary of cannabis in the Portland, Oregon metropolitan area named Rosebud's PDX, and they hosted an event promoting the Heisman brand cannabis products, which is ah. Ricky Williams cannabis products. Uh, Ricky has been going to various dispensaries doing meet and greets. And I had seen that on the social media and decided that when he came to Portland, you know, I was going to, I was going to hit that up. It, it happened on the, on my uh, girlfriend's birthday. So, you know, I had to convince her to come to a dispensary and meet Ricky Williams with me. And luckily she went, you know, she's from Texas. So she remembered oh, him nice. from UT, from University of Texas. And she's a sports fan and stuff. And so she was stoked to meet him too. But yeah, we went there, uh, talked talked a little bit of weed stuff with him, but mainly talked astrology because- awesome. That's the easiest thing for me to talk about at this point. And I knew that he liked to talk about it. And so it just worked out easy. Yeah. And we ended up talking for like a half an hour on that while a bunch of people were standing waiting for autographs. And then I was <laughs> like, okay, I should probably probably move aside. Love to give more Ricky star chart readings. That would, uh, I've, I've looked into that. That's, that would be super interesting. I, I, that guy's got to be just amazing to talk to. Selena, my partner, she got me uh, a reading last Christmas. Mm. That was a present. So that's how, so that I met him on Zoom there. And then again on social media, he was doing like 60 second meet and greets where you smoked with him. And I, mm. I won one of those and ended up, uh, you know, saying hi to him there, but I don't think he recognized me or anything like that. And then <laughs> met him in person, but it's just been one of those things where it just keeps coming up where opportunities where I can. Yeah, I think the universe is trying to tell us something here. This is a little. Uh... Tell us that drugs are good <laughs> for you. Then I think we'll go right to the buds. Sweet. I got two strains that I'm going to be reviewing. I got the Marcush <laughs> Mariota and the mm. TJ Cushman Zada. I appreciate a good weed pun. Hmm, yes. They, yes. they hit their fucking target audience with that one. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's a it. Well, I mean, the the name of the brand is Heisman. You know, how do they right, get away with good. that? Well, it's it's spelt different. It's H I G H S M A N. So yes. it's just like you know, he's yeah. It's just there's already so many layers that work to it. Yeah, the way that they brand it is like you have your indicas, sativas, and hybrids branded as okay. pregame, postgame, and and halftime. You know. Okay. So it's just like that the marketing behind it is all just like, yeah, that makes a that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, I do. I like it. It, it. Like it's kind of the whole organic thing with playing off the football references, tying it with the weed. All I can say though, uh, as I'm rolling up this TJ Cushman Zada, 
I say, stick out your pinky when you pass the doobie. The half-assed podcast is about to go full weed snob. Very, uh, very cushy. Very earthy. Some tones of grape leaf. Very, very cush heavy. You know, your your OG cushes, that typical right. uh, gassy element. This is very, very sticky and very dense. Good stuff. I do love a good cush. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're both cushes, so okay, you know, so both uh, both indicas. Uh, well, they're both hybrids. Uh, okay. This one, I am judging by the structure of the bud that it is more of an indica, uh, indica heavy hybrid. Um, okay. Just because in in my experience was with cushes, as I have been around them and grown them for you know fifteen years now, for some reason it's I'm I'm always been growing the cushes. You know, even yeah. even back in the day. I just love and the smell of them. They're good and dank. They're good. In all honesty, it's not my favorite. Ter- favorite. I just mixed words together. Like, <laughs> uh, it's not my fla- favorite flavor terpene profile. That's the, the the hard words that I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm not what the do you lean fa- towards? Are you like a piney guy, or are you? Uh... I like that gassy. Uh, the diesels. Right, like so the, the di- sour diesel. Sure. Yeah, and you don't really see those grown anymore because they're not easy to grow. Like, they're very sativa, like, they're long. They take, uh, I want to say, closer to 90 days as opposed to, like, 60 days on the harvest. So if you're, mm. you know, if your money is based off how many harvests you can get in a year, what's the point of growing a strain that right. takes 30 days longer? So there's, like, a lot of reasons that diesels don't get grown and you don't really see them anymore. But I typically like that that flavor profile that sticks to your tongue, you know? Sure, um, yeah, which, coat which the you, hole inside your mouth. Yeah, but, you know, typically, I'm very anti the names of strains of marijuana these days. Like, everything's really? the candy, candy Skittles, the the lemon cake, you know, just everything's <laughs> a dessert, you know, but it doesn't yeah, ever Skywalker taste like... pound cake. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, you know, it just, it's all very funny. That's the same to, thing that to, happened in the craft beer market. You know, it just became about yeah. who's got a more clever name and what 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 kind of hop pun can you make? Because that's, that's where we're headed. But yeah, yeah. as like I said, the, between Ricky with the football pass to work in the Heisman, that's the, the crafty yeah. spelling on the Heisman. I appreciate that. Well, I was going to say, that's why I like these these strain names specifically, because it's like, all right, if we're going to do some new names, you know what I mean? Let's do some yeah. pun. Let's do it like I've told my friends, I was like, I think there should just be some like really plain name weeds, you know, just like this is the, you know, like the the evergreen or just like start naming it after like yeah. trees. You know, what I mean, you could you could there's there's so many different like things you could do besides naming every naming everything after candy. And I actually yeah. think that like the FCC or, or whoever uh, is going to actually come after uh, growers and stuff for like marketing it towards kids. You know what I mean? I think that <laughs> yeah. that eventually will become a problem if marijuana becomes federally legalized, True. if that ever like ends up happening. It's like, you can't name af- every strain after some sweet sugary, you know, Mrs. Uh, Little Debbie's treat, you know? Yeah. Speaking so, of uh, marketing to kids, I uh, grabbed a piece of nostalgia yesterday. Hell too. yeah. Ron busts out a bag of Big League Chew, but is so high, he forgets to mention what he's showing on camera. I almost got a bag today. That's actually funny. Funny. 
Yeah, I bought that two days ago. I was telling my kid, like, you, man, you missed the heyday. When I was a kid, we didn't only have fake cigarettes. We also had fake chewing tobacco. So they were really, they really got us. They were hard on it. Yep, as a kid. And then I I remember being in high school and being like, cigarettes are kind of cool. Like, I want to try and smoke cigarettes. And I'm like, I smoked a cigarette. I puked. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And I I think that like four different times throughout my high school and college careers, I tried to start smoking cigarettes <laughs> and uh, it just yeah. never stuck. But just weren't cool but, enough. I guess I'm not cool enough. I know my American spirits, they just. Yeah. Except the one time I tried ecstasy and then I smoked a whole pack to myself. Right. And But, you know, as, as someone who doesn't didn't smoke cigarettes beforehand. Sicker than shit. Dude, next day you wake up and you're just like, oh my God. Yep. Can't breathe. What have I done? What have I done? Yeah, ecstasy's a hell of a drug. <laughs> on the subject of the strain names I mentioned on the podcast, one of my favorites I ran into years ago. Buddy of mine, he'd generally tell you when you got one, you know, what's this? It's a, you know, OG Kush or this is a whatever. I looked at him and he didn't say anything. I was like, well, What's what's this stuff called? Larry. The Larry. I will take all the Larry you have. Give me oh, yeah. all the Larry. I don't know. Is it hybrid? Is it indica? Was it what was it? It was Larry. And it smoked like Larry. I liked uh one of my favorite strains that you can't get anymore because it's been, you know, crossed and hybridized. That's the one thing about right. the weed. That's everything that, now. There's nothing, yeah. it's all hybrids. Well, these strains disappear. So it's like a lot of this old genealogy you can't find unless someone decides to keep it up. And when everyone wants 35% THC marijuana, right, you know what I mean? Strains you, aren't cutting it. Your white widow, your orange crush, you know, your all these strains, your sour deep haze. Exactly. All these, they don't cut it anymore. And Wowie, so, wowie. Mm-hmm. But I missed the, the Apollo uh, 11 was one of my favorite strains. It was a pure mm. sativa. Okay. And the only reason that I smoked it was because uh, my friend back in high school, his parents had been growing the same weed since now, like 1985, <laughs> like the same four strains they'd been growing and keeping mothers in there uh, and do it, doing hydro in their basement. And so they had like the blueberry that tasted straight up like blueberry pancakes. And oh, was blue. yeah, I've had that. That's good. And then they had Apollo and they had this stuff called the Berry Creek, which was just like, it tasted like the, like the original, like derivative of pine like the first rendition of that pine terpene Hmm. but yeah just like all these old strains that you could just i don't know i love them i miss weed like that a lot of the time strains that are super high in thc it's like they'll give me anxiety (laughs) yeah i I had a buddy that actually started having panic attacks he'd smoked for 20 years and then one day went out for a walk and like forgot his name and couldn't figure out how to get home like thought he was having a stroke. Finally, his wife talked him down like panic attack. So, yeah. He had to quit smoking. It's like, it's too strong. My buddy said he like, they should make like half THC, like Odweeds. Odweeds. Yeah. Just enough in there to get you. It's just like the edibles. Like I shouldn't need seven friends to eat a fucking cookie. Okay. A cookie, a serving is a cookie. Not fucking dice that up into 12s, motherfucker. You're going to see through time. Seriously. It's like, dude, if you're selling one edible, it should be the portion of one edible. 
why do I have to like cut this or like eat the whole thing and then figure out that I was supposed to cut it in eights and I'm already seeing. I just like cookies, man. I'm probably going to eat that whole cookie, even if I'm not supposed to. It's dangerous. Take a bite. Go fuck off. This is why I I can't do uh, edibles anymore. I overdosed on edibles once upon a time and Mm. dangerous game. Fair. That's fair. Most, most dangerous games. I think that's about enough foreplay, huh? Let's get to those uh, big, beautiful buds. And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive. We taste test Ricky Williams' weed. Take it away, fellas. I, yeah. uh, I've said I, I'm going to enjoy a, a homegrown. It's a Space Jam. This little dry. I think this is the LeBron version. But uh, what, do you, what do you got uh, loaded up in the chamber here? Yeah, I'm going to smoke the Marcush first because I think that's a little more sativa-friendly. Feels more uh, of that light candy profile that comes with the Kush as opposed to that earthier, more indica, d- deep, dense uh, style of, uh, you know, your your Kushes that you get. I apologize for the in-transition and the uh, I have to move into the other room as I smoke uh, because I don't want to smoke out uh, everyone who doesn't smoke, including the 13-year-old, because you know he doesn't need to get high yet, yeah, even though yet. he might. He's asked to. Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll get we'll get there eventually. You know what I mean? Slow grasshopper. Yes, exactly. I was like, you don't need to yet, dude. You like video <laughs> games, and you can enjoy video games without being high, so you don't need to get high. Right. It's when you get my age and nothing gives you any fucking pleasure that you need to get high to do anything. Save it for then. Let's not get jaded so fast. I know, exactly. Of course, I've got the hand-rolled one-and-a-quarter hemp zigzag papers housing this uh, delicious space jam, which tastes slightly of rope and and dry leaf. Um, But it does the job, so no complaints over here. I, I have a sneaking suspicion... The Marcush Mariota is going to be much, much more tasty and smokable than a year old Space Jam. I mean, you never know. The Space Jam is a classic. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Oh, I could tell you the story after we spoke this year, but uh, I met Bill Murray, Space Jam Bill Murray, when I was a little kid. Uh. And uh, the reason that I was so stoked to meet Bill Murray was Space Jam. Like, <laughs> had no idea he had done anything before that like look it's the space jam guy it's the space jam guy well i knew ghostbusters you know but space jam was like sure like recent all right mark push when i say shout out to heisman shout out <laughs> to uh ricky williams for uh creating such a fantastic product this is hitting very smoothly I'm smoking it uh, organic, unbleached, raw papers. Mm, well done. Yes. Mm. That's a nice flavor. It sits right on the center of the tongue. <coughs> really tingles the buds. The bud tingles the buds. Well, I've taken really big hits, and it is not burning in the slightest. I was going to say, it looks like you're getting a nice pull. We've got some nice even smoking. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing it clouding up or running. It's burning nice and even. Uh, yeah, that's a... Yeah, that's I mean, especially these days when there's so much weed at the dispensaries, you can get some really bad stuff as far as the cure job goes, where it's just like 
rushed out. You can, it's rushed out. You can taste the nutrients. We're still in it at the end. Uh, you know, there's a plethora of different reasons. But yeah, this is burning perfect. Tastes fantastic. Don't want to burn my mustache. <laughs> oh, what is this? Uh, this is a Kentucky bluegrass mixed with California <laughs> sensimia. I gotta say, this is a 10 out of 10. And I'm a pretty picky, snobby weed guy. But this is burning <laughs> perfectly. Tastes amazing. I love it. You can really tell when the weed gets down to the roach, too. You know? Yeah, you start getting it, that it, like, gummed up and, uh, yeah, that rich flavor when it compounds mm-hmm. on itself. Exactly, yeah. Once you, it, That's like the way that you can really tell if, it's like ba- if, if, if there's impurities in it. Because once it starts to get down there, those impurities really get harsh. Yeah, I can vouch for that right now, man. Oh. Space Jam. <laughs> oh, man. I saw this tweet that... I think it was a meme. Darth Amin tweeting, Quad City DJ's Space Jam song. Is it ever played anywhere except basketball arenas? Was his question. And my response was, My bedroom. <laughs> and I didn't get any. I didn't get any feedback, but I thought that was pretty good. Some of the finer strip clubs, <laughs> gentlemen's clubs, gentlemen's clubs, jock jams. You know, good time. Oh. Another really good sign about your your weed is once it starts to get down to that joint, or I mean uh, that roach again, it really slows to uh, starts to uh, slow down the burn, but it still just tastes absolutely the best until the very end. Huh? Space Jam is doing its job. It has that nice, nice uh, rope flavor. Man, really <laughs> nice let you twat. know. Very hay. Yeah. Hay taste. It's good hay. It smells, uh, tastes like a square bale. Hey, it tastes like drugs. You want some drugs? <clears throat> Ooh, wee. You hear my cat think- snoring? I can. My cat snores too. That's God that's damn. cool. You you have a snoring cat as well. I'm feeling they're both pothead cats, though. Sorry. Well, he, he doesn't like to smoke, but he uh, get high. You know oh I mean? my! Uh, my Mr. Pants, he does. He's uh, like I said I've said it on the pod before. But when I go on vacation, I have to make mom come over, feed him, get him high. Oh yeah. She's like she's like seriously. I'm like yeah. Put food and wet food in his dish. Then uh, load one up and blow it at him. He he'll be freaking out. He's going through withdrawals. My old roommate back in the day had a Boston Terrier, and she needed the weed too because she was getting older. And so she would just come up there, and <laughs> sit next to you, and just shake, look at you until you blew the weed at her, and then she'd. Go. I'm like, oh, I feel better now. I'm gonna go lay down, eat some mm-hmm. kibble. Yeah, I saw Mister Pants last night. He apparently. Apparently caught his buzz because then it was uh, five minutes of grind his head into my microphone while he purred right into it. <clears throat> it's gonna be some good audio. Point is, uh, TJ Cushman Zada. Ooh, TJ's on the uh, board. TJ's about to, you know, about to get the hit. So nice. he's cool. gonna enter the red zone. Uh-huh. Again, another just. Mm. What for for a name? Oh, that is fucking golf clap. 
Yeah, obviously the reasons for the names, uh, Oregon and Oregon State, you know, he was in town promoting the uh, Civil War, as it's called, which is the football game every year between Oregon and Oregon State. Ah, uh, yes. To which uh, the Beavers, Oregon State, won this year, defeating Oregon's chance of anything. Do you love a good beaver? Mmm. Okay. So this is very different. Another hybrid? Still a hybrid. Earthier. Oh, it's denser. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That'd be hidden. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is... Oh. Yeah. This is going to be one of those ones where, like, you're partway through... You put it out. Joint, and it's just gooping out the end because there's yeah. so much, like, this is one of those. Mouthful of resin. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that that Marcush Mariota, he can smoke that. I think it's way more sativa than this. This is... Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's drawn. Drawn pretty well. We got big... Big meaty clouds of smoke this time. Yeah. That's definitely clouding up more than the last one. Looks robust. Oh, yeah. Still has that very distinct Kush flavor in it, but it's, like I said, it's got a lot more earth to it. Sits. The flavor sits more on, like, the outsides of the tongue than just the middle of the tongue. The Marcush Mariota just, like, sat right in the middle. This one's kind of got a flavor that's making my whole tongue tingle. Well, at least the top and the sides. And I don't know exactly what style of terpene does that, but I do. I love think it that. just more affects the, the the terpenes, whether it's like sweets or sours. You know, a good tongue numb. That's a. Uh, I'm always happy when that that happens. You know, you know, you're in for a good time. Oh yeah. Well, that's a, that's good. This is a. Uh, in all honesty, this is bringing me back. I used to, to live in this room, this house with people from Craigslist. They didn't smoke weed. So I had to just roll joints and smoke them in the backyard and then in the garage eventually. So this is reminding me of that. As you can see, I just picked up a broom. You know, very good for uh, doing chores while you're smoking. So it's not too heavy of an indica. Yeah, that's why I like a good sativa. But like I said, everything's a hybrid now. And that's that can be dodgy. That's why I can't go pure sativas anymore, because they're too strong. As we were talking about, if I get a pure sativa, more often than not, it'll just send me into an anxious state. (laughs) It's cloudy in here. Yes, broom the air. Well done. Someone has to. Yeah, it wasn't getting done. It was before last time that. the ceiling was sweet, you know? Sweat. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yep. I gotta say, the Cushman Zada, I'm gonna give it a 9 out of 10. Not quite as perfect. And I don't think that I'm, I'm not saying that it's worse. I just think it's a personal preference. I think the Marcush was just perfect. I think you got a really, I think that's the better joint, but yeah, like you said, you know, this is so dense, you're going to start to get that resiny goop, 
I don't mind that every once in a while, but it can kind of plug up your draw. And uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, it also, I think when your weed gets denser like that and more resinous, it's like you need a grinder in that case. Exactly. Whereas I broke all this up by hand. Chunks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still am a strong proponent that a hand torn joint will always burn better. Well, like you said, though, it depends on the bud because uh, lately I've been getting some of them that are so dense, even like with fingernails, trying to pick them apart. Then they just wound up sticking to my fingernails. It was like, you can't do anything about it. Like I got to grind this or it's not. Yeah. Nice, nice medium grind. And then uh, fairly not a super tight roll, because if you grind it (laughs) and roll it tight. uh, Yeah, you're done. You're not going to get away. Yeah, that's the thing is like a lot of people try like growers are going for that. They're like, I want like the super tight little, you know, baby golf ball, five grammars. And you're just like, that's horrible to smoke. Growers aren't smokers is what you realize. Yeah, it's it's more about growing the plant that looks perfect or does it's it's more of a pet project. Yeah. Perfect Finos, brother. 